Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of This Is Me. If you love today's episode, please like and subscribe, and you can listen to this on any of our listening podcast platforms. And be sure to also tag me after you listen to this episode at Ashley underscore Pino underscore one. Now, let's dive right in. Well, we are back. We're in season three, which in that case means we are in year three of This Is Me. It has definitely been a long time since I've recorded anything. I've been on here and there's definitely pros and cons to me not recording for a while. Uh, The pro was I really took the time that I, I just needed to just focus on just some healing and some different things like that. And I, I, I needed that because so just because I just, I needed that time to just kind of focus on a couple of things. So, um, especially after the, the sudden loss of my friend, um, which was the very last episode. Honestly, I believe I ended with season two, with my season two technically of, um, this is me. And honestly, you know, even though it was a very grim way to kind of end things, I knew I just needed that time. I needed to just like shut down just recording this is me in the beginning all of it and um it was good I needed that time I needed that time I think that was the pro I just needed to really clear my head I needed to really focus on my healing and that is something that I talk about on this podcast a lot you know especially taking care of your mental health taking care of you and just making sure that you are putting yourself as a priority because God tells us all the time we should not be trying to fill anyone's cup if our tank is empty and I was running on E. I think with everything that was going on, you know, in this last, you know, year and a half, almost two years, I just needed to kind of prioritize myself and what I needed to work on before I could even think of pouring into you guys, the audience. Um, and that's important. And, and, you know, that's something that needs to be said. So that was definitely the pro. The con, I guess, obviously, is, oh, my gosh, I wasn't recording. I wasn't doing, you know, the thing that I really enjoy doing, which is just sharing my art and sharing what God wants me to share. Um, but that was like a very small, minuscule con for me, um, because at the end of the day, if I wasn't taking care of me, then again, I can't serve to the level that I, I want to serve at. So that is always the first and foremost important thing for me. So we're back, we're here, you know, we're doing the thing. And, you know, I guess I just, it's, it's time to catch up. It's time to catch up a little bit on life and how everything's been going. And I guess the reflection of what I've taken from this time of just being kind of silent and still and just allowing God to kind of like speak to me and what he wanted. And, um, you know, I'm titling this episode New Beginnings. And before anyone freaks out, me and my husband are great. You know, we are thriving. If anything, God has brought our marriage and our relationship closer than ever. 
you know, and we're continuously growing, continuously working to be just better spouses to one another and just grow our connection. And by us individualizing, making sure our walk with God is the first priority, that's what's making our relationship great. So get that thought out of the way when you hear the title of this podcast, because I know some people will be like, oh my gosh, what does that mean? It's not what you think it is. Um, so that's first and foremost. We're great on our friends. So with new beginnings, I, I really challenged it because I spent a lot of time, especially this last year and a half, you know, with us dealing with our infertility struggles. And, you know, part of me was like, oh, I could share this in my in the beginning podcast. And I probably will. Um, but I know for me, it was last year was just a lot. The last year and a half almost two years was was a lot on me and I and I really felt like I was putting a lot of pressure on myself not so much my husband but more on me because I really felt that I had to like have everything working had had to have everything all together and when things weren't working together I felt like a failure I felt like I let everyone down and that is a huge burden that nobody should be carrying and especially of all me um because I can't do it all I'm not superhuman and I think that was the one thing that I struggled with because I felt like I had to be that perfect person and had to have it all together and had to have everything aligned and I'm a very you know I'm a very chill but also slash type a person I'm a type a person when it comes to specific things and then there's also specific things where I'm just like oh I just go with the flow type of attitude I think I've gotten better with trying to be over uh, go with the flow but then sometimes you know my control issues get the best of me and I'm like uh I need to have control of this and infertility is one of those things where you don't have control if you are a person that likes control, infertility will definitely take you out of that control because you have no control over the situation. And that was something that I struggled with when we were really first, when we were trying and after we had had a miscarriage, that was probably the hardest part. I didn't have control. It was beyond my control. And I didn't know how to process that. And I think for any person that is so used to, you know, again, having control or any person that deals with everything has to be in a specific order. It has to go this way. It's got to go from A to Z because that is how our brains are wired. You know, it's got to be exactly it's got A, A is before B, then B, then C, then D. You know what I'm saying? So when things get thrown out of the loop and you experience curveballs and plot twists and all this and that, you you tend to go, wait, that wasn't the plan. That wasn't how it was supposed to go. And it can kind of throw us for a loop. And you would think as a person that's dealt with some curveballs, you know, being a single mom and being divorced and all that, I would be used to having curveballs thrown at me. No, not at all. Not in the least bit. Um, so dealing, like I said, with this journey, it it definitely put me in a situation where God was like, you're not in control and you need to allow me to be in control, you know, with certain aspects of him helping. You know what I'm saying? So 
that was something I really struggled with. And when we first started um, treatments, medicated treatments, medicated treatments with time conceiving um, was one of those things that I think I really had a hard time with. But I think also because I put so much pressure on myself that it caused me distress, caused a lot of things. Everything else on paper with everything that I was doing was correct. So everything was looking great. So my brain was going, okay, this is all going good on paper. So now I have to make sure that this, 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 and this goes great because it's got to happen at this point, at this time, at this hour. It's got to happen during this month. You know, that was, I think, the biggest struggle when we were first doing medicated treatments because of how the whole thing kind of played out. So then by the time we got to the third cycle, I want to say that was March or April. It was around my birthday. And at that point, I was just, I was over it. And immediately my first thought was, well, we'll just do IVF. We're just going to just do the IVF thing and just move on. And I'm going to be done with this because I'm, I'm over it. But then that kind of was like a standstill. And I feel like that was God saying, I need you to just chill out for a second. I need you to kind of refocus. I need you to do some things. And I'm going to talk. We're going to come back to this and we're going to talk about it. And while, yes, I understood what God was telling me to do, that didn't that didn't change anything for my mind, because, again, that control But then also, I think it kind of, everything kind of happens the way it did at its timing because then, you know, dealing with the loss of my friend came unexpected, kind of threw me out of left field. And I think between just me being frustrated with the infertility stuff and the, the, the medicated treatments and not starting IVF and then their passing, it just threw me for a whirlwind. And the my summer was was rough and it really I had I really had to heal I had to grieve I had to heal I had to just go through some things you know and it's one of those unexplained things that we'll never understand and I may never understand until I talk to God you know and I'm like dude really but again you know at, at the same time it's like God wouldn't have allowed me to handle I God wouldn't have given me the strength to handle that if he didn't think I could handle it. Um, and I, and I truly believe that. So, you know, all those things kind of fell into place and this summer allowed me to do the work that I know I needed to do. And I did, I didn't like it. It was very uncomfortable, you know, and like I said, healing is uncomfortable when you're going through your healing journey. And that's why I kept, I keep always reiterating, you know, in all my episodes with, um, you know, me going to celebrate recovery and all that, that healing is a journey. It's a process and that it is not an overnight thing. And that things do happen where you may be healing in a certain area and good, but then there may be another section in your healing journey that you got to work on. And for me, it was grief, grief in the aspect of obviously an actual passing of somebody, but then even the grief of my timeline isn't 
what I want is not going to be necessarily under my timeline. It's going to be under God's timeline and what he thinks needs to happen. And so at that point, at the perfect time, and I, and I want I'm just, I'm grateful. And this is how I know this was God's hand at work. Um, at CR, they, a new group started where it dealt with infertility and miscarriage. And it was literally God shoving me in a sense, like, I need you to start going to this group. Yes, you might've been leading a group for a while, but I need you to go to this group for a little bit, work on you and like let out what you've been stuffing for the last year and a half and allow me to and allow things to work the way they need to and I I felt that that it came at the right time that I needed it to and I was really able to get off my chest so much that I really been building up I think one of the hardest things regardless of whatever struggle you're dealing with or whatever situation you're dealing with you're at a point going to come across some people that are never going to understand and that is okay not everyone's meant to understand your journey not everyone's meant to understand maybe what you're going through whether it's a good moment a happy moment or a sad moment not everyone's always going to understand that and the problem can be that not everybody is going to have the same filter in how they express it or how they speak to you and that was something that I struggled with was that I was I have been using my platform, whether it's this podcast or my social media, to just share the journey of me. And that's one of the reasonings why this podcast was named This Is Me, because this is me just being raw with y'all and vulnerable and allowing you to see God working with me and how God uses me to help me in aspects and hopefully helps somebody else that's listening. And some people are very open and welcoming to those people that are raw and real and, and that way. But then you do come across people that are not that same way. And that is okay. You're not always going to reach everybody and you're not supposed to reach everyone. As long as you can reach one, you're doing great. And that is something that I've always wanted to achieve is that as long as I can help one person with whatever it is that they're dealing with, if they're dealing with something similar like me, I'm good. I did my job. Um, and so, for me, what God really wanted me to work on was just healing my heart because then I came across the point where every announce, like everywhere I turned, every per, almost everyone I knew was announcing a pregnancy. Everyone I knew was announcing the birth of their baby. And it set me over to a point where I was like, I just need to shut off. And that was one of the other reasons why I hadn't recorded. I was going to get ready to start recording again. And then boom, one after the other announcement, pregnancy announcement. We're expecting, we just welcomed such and such baby. This person's pregnant. This person's experiencing their miracle. And it was like, what, what am I to do? Some, something's got to give. And taking the time that I needed to heal was what I needed. And then uh, starting a new school year, teaching a whole new grade middle school friends. It's a different ballgame. It's a different world. 
but I will say that I do love it. I'm enjoying every minute of it. Um, does it have its challenges? Teaching is always going to have its challenges and you're always going to cross those challenges. But I am one that likes to take things head on and I'm like, let's go buckle up. We're going to do this. And I'm very grateful for my students. I'm very grateful for my admin admin that has always been super supportive and just always had my back and is always encouraging me to just be better. So I'm, I'm super thankful for that. Um, and I'm just grateful for this year. So with that being said, um, about, cause we're in November now, friends. Wow. The year 2023 is almost over. That's wild to me. Um, I want to say probably, right after my daughter's 16th birthday, so the September, I felt this tug in my heart. I felt this shift um, after my cycle came and I was like, oh man, I'm just so over this. I felt God whisper to me, give it one more chance, give it one more chance. And what he meant by give it one more chance was he was talking about medicated treatments and at first I was like, what? No, I don't, mm, I don't think so. I, I really am not sure if I'm ready for that again. I don't know if I can go through that stress again. And, you know, God kept really saying, try again and ask the doctor because what is the worst? You need to trust me and just ask, at least ask, because you may be surprised with what they say. So again, I did my pros and cons. And then I talked to my husband about it. I was like, listen, God's been really weighing on my heart about us trying medicated treatments again. And I'm really like uh, at a crossroads. And so he's like, okay, well, let's pray about it. Then I, you know, talked to my uh, group leader um, that's in my group at CR. And I was like, listen, I'm at a crossroads. Like, can we pray about this? You know, and I really just, I teeter tottered for a bit. And so then by like October, October was about the time that I started like sharing about this. And so I prayed about it and I was like, you know what, God, I'm just going to ask. And if they say no, okay, then that is the answer. But if they say yes, then okay, that's the answer. So I I prayed about it. I was like, God, whatever the decision is of the doctors and whatever they say, we're just going to go with it. So... Once it was all said and done, um, I think like the next day, this was like three weeks ago, I reached out and emailed my, um, my fertility doctor and I was like, you know, Hey, you know, so thinking about, I want to see about possibility of, um, what's it called? Seeing about the possibility of doing medicated treatments again, blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, they reached out and they're like, well, so we, last time we checked, you know, we talked about IVF. Is that something you still want to do? Or are you trying to hold off on it? So I was like, no, no, no. I just, I want to hold off on it, you know, see about just trying, you know, the IUI treatments again, or not the IUI, so the medicated treatments again. And so they, it was like a day or two later and then they reached out and they were like, okay, yep, you are good to go, but we're going to try the IUI treatment. Um, and IUI, it's, it's, it's such a fancy, it's a fancy word. Um, so let me, I'm going to find the correct terminology of the word. Um, so IUI is, it, 
it's like IVF, but it's not. So, oh my gosh, I'm trying to look for the word for it because it's it's this fancy word because not everybody knows what that means. Um, so let me look for the definition of it because you know everyone asks these questions and they're like, what does IUI mean? So, um, uh, I can't find it, but it's like artificial insemination. So that is kind of what it is. Um, so for me, the journey is taking the medicated treatments and all that, and then IOI along the way. So that's what's happening. Um, and then probably that Sunday they played this song on the worship team called more than able. And that was the confirmation. That's what I needed. I needed to hear that confirmation. And so we have started this journey of the IOI fertility journey. And regardless of anything, I am just holding on to the positivity of whatever God has us go through. It's going to all work out in his favor in this timing. And I'm just, I'm fortunate for the support of those that are praying for me and my husband and for our family just to start this next chapter. And I'm in good spirits and I'm just journaling and writing what I need to do. So in the aspect of all this to kind of wrap this episode up, because I know this is kind of a lengthy one, but it's okay because, you know, we got to do that. The the whole synopsis of everything is that I just really want to get at is that Sometimes we got to either start fresh, restart, and even give things a second chance. We have to be able to give things a second chance because sometimes we don't know what God may have in store for us, you know, and God will definitely pull that tug at you. He'll give you that conviction because sometimes you'll be like, well, how do I know that it's really from God? You'll know if you were close enough to the fire with him and close enough in his word and close enough in your walk with him, he's going to give you the clarity that you need to know that this is the, that this is the thing that you need to be doing. And I've been making sure that I'm, I've stayed close enough to him to know that what he was asking of me and his timing was on his timing. And while it's scary maybe sometimes to start over, it's scary to maybe start fresh or restart something, what's scarier is the regret. And none of us want to live in regret or wish that they did things differently. Because I know for me personally, I don't want to ever have a second of regret. And, you know, I look at it like this. I I feel like it was such perfect timing because I didn't want to end this year without saying, you know what? I didn't try everything. I didn't give all aspects a shot. And I truly feel like IUI was what we needed to at least attempt before we even went to IVF. And I think originally I was just going for IVF just because I felt like it was going to be the quote unquote easier route. Um... And so I I am looking forward to what this will do for me and my husband's relationship and how this whole thing plays out. And obviously you guys will be updated. So the one beautiful thing about my podcast is the ones that listen get first hands on things that are shared. Um, and then the ones that don't hear it right away, they won't. 
And I am also vlogging this journey. I'm vlogging what's happening. Um, but that vlog won't be posted until after the first cycle kind of goes around. Um, but that is kind of what the plan is and what the next steps are. But trust in God's timing. Trust in what God's saying to you. Trust his voice when he is giving you clear-cut directions on something. Because one thing I have learned is that God will speak it loud enough if you listen. Because I know right before I met my husband, um, there was a person that I I had gone on a couple of dates with. And God was shouting loud enough, no, that's not the person. And then there was someone, there was another final date right before I went, met my husband and God was like, no, that is not the person. Let it go. Trust me. And once I let it go and kind of just fell to the sword and, you know, for fun went on Facebook and they had the Facebook dating thing on there and, you know, wham, bam, then there was my husband right there waiting and is not literally right there but it was in the sense he was right there waiting for me and he was waiting for he was waiting for me and I was waiting for him and we trusted and we listened to God and God delivered you know a a great partnership with each other and that is the one thing to always think about is that God has that perfect person that perfect thing that you have been praying for and that perfect timing that you've been asking for. We just have to listen. Sometimes we just have to be silent. Sometimes we just have to unplug, shut everything down, silence the noise, and allow him to speak to us. So maybe you need to silence the noise right now for a bit. Maybe you need to actually turn off the TV, turn off, off whatever it is that's distracting you because maybe that's why you're not hearing him or hearing what clear-cut directions he wants from you is because you're too busy having the volume up and using it as noise we gotta silence it so with that you are enough you are loved you are amazing you are phenomenal I know whatever it is that you have been praying for, whatever it is that you have been hoping for, that God will reveal to you, he's going to. I pray nothing but beautiful blessings in your life because you absolutely deserve it. And you need to see yourself the way God sees you. I love you all. And until next time.